0: spirit help my voice (laughs) yeah you're gonna be great okay welcome to awake to oneness radio i am caroline chang your host the mission of awake to oneness radio is to inspire the world to awaken to the universal truth of oneness science is now teaching us that all life is interconnected and interdependent in essence it's all one thing And ancient wisdom and spirituality has been teaching the truth of oneness for eons, and science is now catching up. But it's not even new science. This quantum physics is over 100 years old. This is something, as a humanity, we should know. That we are all literally connected. What you do to another person, you are actually doing to another aspect of yourself. And when mankind awakens, to the universal truth of oneness, there will be peace on earth. Today's show topic is helping you heal and find peace with Colleen Smith. Colleen, welcome. Hello, Caroline. Hey, Colleen. Hello. I just want to let the listeners know that I just adore Colleen. I met her several years ago through our Favorite, favorite medium and you're a great medium too, but Suzanne
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yay Yes, my
0: listeners know how much I adore Suzanne and Suzanne had gifted me with my first reading and then um since that was on Kyle's birthday, my son's birthday, I wanted to have another reading, but Suzanne is tied up. So she, you know, said, Hey, I have a great student, Colleen Smith. And I've been just loving Colleen ever since. Colleen, please share with our listeners. I know your journey and I, you know, I want you to share with our listeners your journey. Actually, I just found out today looking at your website that you were in you were a helicopter pilot <laughs> yeah helicopter? yes now I now I know about Suzanne's background in the military mm-hmm. I didn't know you had see all I've known you for <clears throat> two or three years, and I did not know you had a military background. Yeah, what What do you
1: mean? I don't look like an army pilot to you? (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I was in, uh, I was in ROTC in college and then uh, went off to flight school and that's where I started my work career
0: was in the army. Okay. See, yeah. and I just found that out today. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's now, so share. you start from the beginning. Okay. <laughs> share well, with our listeners. So I guess uh, where I would start,
1: since this is a spiritually based um, show, would be on the spiritual journey. And uh, for me, it all started in the beginning. I was born with the ability to see and hear spirit. And uh, as a young child, Really, Uh, you don't even yeah. I didn't know that either. See see how much you're (laughs) learning today? (laughs) You know, and as a young child, boy, you you are so comfortable with it. And Mm -hmm. as those of us that work in the spirit world, the one thing we know is comfort is key. If you can get yourself to be relaxed and comfortable, then the spirit communication flows you can hear and see so as a child you have the advantage of not having the logical brain talking you out of it right so uh, as a child yeah i would talk and hang out with spirit and it was wonderful and that's where i got my comfort with it oh, um,
0: wow. but i
1: didn't i didn't have anybody in the family to mentor me so um there just was nobody to teach me or to help it grow. And what happened was early teens, uh, I started to become afraid. So fear entered the picture like it does for a lot of us. Right. And um, I I was afraid of a few things. I was afraid uh, from like the movies that Spirit was going to do something um, mean or like a rock, you know, <laughs> yeah. that kind of thing. Um, so that started to happen and then I also, you know, young teenage years are when you want to fit in and to fit in you want to be like everybody else and uh, I began to realize that not everybody is talking to spirit, seeing the So I felt different, so I wanted to fit in. Right. So I went to my mom and I said, Mom, can you help me with this? She brings me to a therapist and therapist says, well, you're an empath, that's for sure, I thought was pretty progressive because that was you know 40 some odd years ago okay. and um i worked with a therapist for over a year to turn it off mm. yeah so mm. it uh it went quieter but it didn't go completely off but it right. did it did go quieter yes um, and then i went about my army i went to college i got married i had children i did all of those types of things and uh And I went on a few spiritual journeys, but you know, life's busy when you're doing all of that. And um, and then the spiritual side really started to come back. Um, I did a corporate career Mm -hmm. in human resources, and uh, still was interested in people healing and people growing. Um, Right. Right. And uh, so I did the corporate career, and then um, went out and. uh, Became a therapist, so got deeper into human healing and growth, yes. Yes. and um, and then started to do um, some spiritual exploration. But I was still what I call I was in the closet. Okay, um, I, didn't <laughs> I love talk.
0: that closet I know. closet yeah. spiritual person. There's yeah. a lot of them
1: because there of- are more than yeah. you know. But yeah. um, I didn't talk about it publicly. Right. And part of it was I was afraid. Again, there's that word fear. <laughs> I I was afraid that um, my professional peers, the other therapists, would not see me as um, credible, would not see me as professional if they knew about this other side. Yes. So I I just I utilized it with my with my clients, uh-huh. um, but I just didn't say where the information was coming from. So I kept it hidden. Right. And then. My life changed because um, my oldest son, Austin, um, he passed. And I have four children. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, he's the oldest, but it was unexpected and sudden, Mm -hmm. and the type of passing that just throws you head first into grief and into spirit. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it was that event that uh, helped, helped me just embrace it
0: again mm-hmm. and,
1: um, and bring it out full force. hmm
0: Yes. Can you share that with us, um, share the, um, your journey with Austin? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Austin
1: is such a wonderful man. He, um, so he passed uh, a little over three years ago. Um, And he was 26 years old. Okay. And uh, he passed of a self inflicted gunshot wound. And, um, but at the time, um, nothing made sense. And and we couldn't get all the answers about his passing. And so it was me turning to spirit, it was for answers that really helped. This whole adventure um start. So there were no signs of suicide. In fact, it was the opposite. He had made future plans. Um he had just finished the most difficult part of medical school, the the academic phase, and he was in the rotation phase, and that's the good part. That's the part everybody can't wait to get to, because you get to go out and do your craft, you in the hospital, trying it out, and he was so happy, he loved that part, mm-hmm. and uh, he had purchased on Friday, he, before he passed, he purchased a really expensive piece of medical equipment to use in his next rotation, and okay. um, he paid, he renewed his Sirius radio for a year, he paid a pet deposit, which was, he had just adopted a cat,
0: oh. and
1: uh, the very last thing he did is he went grocery shopping.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and then he died so mm-hmm. it just didn't make sense um so I said to my husband I got to talk to a medium mm-hmm. because I, as a parent not having all the answers was just excruciating right so I didn't know any mediums and just so happens I had I um I found Austin so it was very traumatic very um you know, visual trauma, and for anybody out there that's experienced anything like that, especially if there's a visual component that you saw right. something, um, EMDR is a fantastic protocol. It's the eye movement protocol that um, okay. they offer, they actually use with soldiers you mm. know, who have seen some pretty horrific things uh, in battle, and so they use this EMDR to help with the the visual trauma. So okay. I Immediately got myself into EMDR, and right. which, by the way, it really helped a lot. Okay. Um, but that therapist knew about Suzanne Giesman. <laughs> Isn't that a coincidence? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, she says, hey, there's this uh, great medium that's coming to town, and she's going to be teaching a course um, so why don't you sign up? And I said, that sounds like a great idea. So I signed up and this was only about two months after Austin passed. Really? Uh, Yeah. And Suzanne never comes to our part of town, our area. So she's only come
0: here once and I (laughs) can go see her too. She's been here once. Yes. (laughs) It was like divine intervention. So anyway,
1: so I signed up for the workshop and it's serving spirit. And uh, that's the one where she teaches you how to connect yes um, to your departed loved ones and so yes. it was perfect because yes. I was wanting to connect with Austin but I also wanted the services of a medium right so I wrote to her and um, requested a private reading and put down all my information my phone number and all of that her office writes back and said sorry the wait list is I forget it was about two years at that point point." and uh, so you know and I said that's okay I'll wait and uh, so I come home and I say to my husband, hey, it's a two year wait, um, but what I want you to do with me is will you sit on the bed with me and hold hands, and we're gonna send energy out to the universe, telling them, telling the universe, please let Suzanne do this reading because we really need this. So my husband, who's a left brain engineer type of guy, says certainly I'll do that because I think he would have done anything for me. So if he hops okay. on the bed, we, cup of squat, we hold hands, and we send energy out to the universe. My cell phone is sitting on the bed next to me, and it rings as we're sending energy out to the universe. Who do you think is on the cell phone? Suzanne. It's Suzanne, so I (laughs) pick up the phone and I look, and I say to my husband, oh my God, (laughs) it's Suzanne, it's the medium, she's on the phone. So I answer, and she says, Colleen, this is Suzanne Giesman." And she says, um, "I'm eating. I was eating dinner with my family, and I just got the biggest download of energy coming and saying that I needed to reach
0: out to you and that I need to set up a reading." Well, that is amazing. Now, hold, don't. I want to share because it's the perfect timing. It almost, it, it's so similar. My experience with Suzanne and yours. Um, I was sharing with you before we got started. Um, I was inspired to start this show about six months after Kyle's transition. And um, I didn't know what kind of guests I was going to have. I just know it was something I needed to do. And I took the first step. And one of my um, guests recommended Suzanne. Now, when Kyle transitioned, I knew I wanted a reading with a medium, but I did not go looking for one. I said to myself, that medium has to find me. That's so a great I way. I yeah. medium at all. Um, and then a guest recommends Suzanne. And after I had Suzanne as a guest on my show, I said, that's the medium for me. Okay. But again, now when, see, Kyle transitioned five years ago, so a little bit longer um, than Austin. So at that time, she had an 18-month waiting list. And I said to her, after we did that show together, I said, put me at the bottom of that waiting list, but I definitely want to be on your waiting list. And so that's kind of how it went. And then a few, few months went by and it was getting close to Kyle's birthday. And all I did is email her and Kyle's birthday was on Thanksgiving day. And I just emailed her and said, I'm thinking about Kyle a lot. She emailed me right back. Because she had already gotten the message from Sanaya, her spirit guides, that she was doing a reading for a mom that had a son in spirit on Thanksgiving day. She didn't know who it was until she got my email. When she got my email, she knew that it was me. She responded right back, set up the reading. and (laughs) Isn't it amazing how that works? It Um, is.
1: You know, I'm I'm a medium now myself. and, um, And clients... Will reach out at just the right moment. I will have a client cancel, and then someone will call like a few minutes later, and it lines up to be exactly when it needed to be, like a special date, or you know, it's the only time that they have available and I have available. So it's amazing how it all just, yes,
0: it works. And everything does truly happen in perfect divine timing. And know we we get our humanness we get in the way sometimes but when we just allow it to happen mm-hmm. it all happens in perfect divine timing so, i believe i believe and yes. uh, and also i do think there's merit
1: in what you're saying about how the medium chooses you or what a lot of people believe is that the spirit person the loved one chooses the medium that they can communicate with yes. and then they help the humans, the medium and, and their loved one, connect, connect. in a way, exactly. through a series of synchronicities. So they line it up. They pick yes. the medium, they line it up.: I think you're absolutely correct. Yes. Uh, yes. So, so it worked out, so Suzanne ends up um, doing this reading for us, and it was, of course, a fantastic, beautiful reading. And one of the and, and she helped answer the question. You know of how Austin passed, and unfortunately, Austin was very, very drunk that evening. Mm. And um, he had several guns because on the weekends he was uh, he would go out with his friends, and they would go to target shooting and to ranges, and it was a hobby. He was a hobbyist, so he had guns around, and he got very, very drunk and um, had a gun and it went off it was an accident yeah 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 so it's uh you know it's it's so hard not to have all of the pieces because what happens is when you don't have all the information then your brain makes up a storyline and inserts pieces and it's usually a lot worse than the reality of it and so but at least Suzanne was able to fill in a lot of the missing pieces which which helped us -hmm. And at that reading, it was so beautiful. So my left brain husband, who went along for support, he came out of that reading and he just he couldn't talk. He literally could not talk. When he finally gathered himself, his words were, "I'll never forget this." He said that was a life changing experience. I Mm -hmm. just had a conversation with my son. Amazing, you know. And this is a man that uh, is a man of science, and he. Suzanne was able to give him enough evidence that it changed his worldview, and I'll never forget that. And there's a lot of experiences I have now as a medium where I get the honor of providing that kind of evidence to somebody to help their grief and to help their worldview. I feel, you know, like to be, able, I can't
0: believe. I wake up every day and I can't believe I get to do this work. It's great. It's amazing. I want to share with you, um, I didn't want to interrupt you when you were Mm. hearing about Austin, but something Austin and Kyle have in common. Kyle, since he was a child, had a fascination with guns. And I would not, I would not allow him to have a toy gun. And then I thought to myself as he got grown, and got guns. I'm like, okay, I messed up because I wouldn't let him play with the toys. Now he's buying the real things. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I think either way, you know. Yeah,
1: the, yeah, yeah, and yeah. there is there is a resurgence of interest. There's more shooting ranges coming up and whatnot. Yes. Um, I will say that I did hear about this product that I wish I wish we had had, um, and it's a product. It's like a gun safe. But in order to get the gun safe open, you have to blow into a tube to show that you haven't been drinking.
0: Wow. Had I, <laughs> I wish that's we had. That's amazing. Had that's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, but because now, guns and alcohol don't mix. Yes, yes, definitely. Okay. But that's something now that you can help promote and Mm -hmm. share with the rest of the world that, hey, you guys need to buy this gun safe so you don't open it when you had too much to drink. Yeah, makes the
1: decision for you. That existed, Mm -hmm. yeah. I didn't either, and uh, somebody told me about it. I've been meaning to research it, but Mm -hmm. uh, but I think it's a great concept. Um, But I do believe things, you know, they happen for a reason. And I am one of those believers in pre-life planning, and so yes, uh, I believe that Austin and I chose to do this journey together, and this was the way that it was to be. Yes, and yes. Um, and so and actually, before Austin passed for several years, I knew he was going to not have a long life. Mm. I knew he was going to pass, and I was telling my husband. And we both wanted to just say, well, this isn't true, and, you know, let's, but
0: deep down inside, I knew. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, yeah. and sometimes you just know.
0: And you knew, too, because it is, it was a soul plan. I know that it was a soul plan with me and Kyle. I, I, I just mm-hmm. know it. And you and Austin are still working together, and Kyle <laughs> and I are still working together. So That's right. it, it's all going according to plan. It's all good. I know, I know. Yeah. and, you know, such deep learning.
1: Such deep learning. Um, But uh, so spirit did come and tell me um, before I found out here in the human on earth, the human side of me found out about Austin's passing, spirit came and told me. Mm. Um, So it was two o'clock in the morning and I woke up crying. I was, I was in the middle of bawling my eyes out. And I knew, Mm -hmm. I absolutely knew it was two o'clock in the morning. I rolled over, I reached for my cell phone and I started calling Austin. And I called him eight times and he didn't answer. Mm -hmm. And then what I did, which I imagine a lot of your listeners out there who have had this experience did, you lay there and you bargain with God. Please don't let this be true. I'll do anything to make this not true. And you start to bargain, Mm -hmm. deep down inside I knew. But they came. Spirit came and told me. So the next morning, um, because I I, Austin had just moved out Mm -hmm. uh, just a few weeks before, so I didn't yet have a key to his apartment. So the next morning, um, I woke up and uh, went to his apartment and. There was a man outside, and I said, hey, I don't have a key to his apartment. This is what's, I haven't been able to get in touch with my son. Can you please let me in? He was dressed in all white. It was a young man dressed in all white, and he was sweeping in front of the office. And he said, well, everybody is um, at a meeting, but I'll let you in. So we walk up to Austin's apartment, and we're standing at the door, and I heard clear as day, Caroline. I heard today is the day. Today Mm. is the day, and I heard it. And the man dressed in all white stood there, and he puts the key in the door, and he turns to me, and he says, "Are you ready?" Mm. I thought, what an odd thing for this to say. Yeah. Yeah. He said, "Are you ready?" And I said, "Yes." So we went in, and of course, you know, to to my horror, it was true. Mm -hmm. And um, but that was the beginning of of blatant spirit communication and it occurred and it continued all through you know those first couple of months
0: yes Mm -hmm.
1: Um, amazing amazing communication that without it i don't know if i would have survived
0: i know i i i I know exactly what you mean um you know i think you know my story where when i was first told that kyle was going to transition and he didn't and I, I, I experienced a medical miracle, that's the only reason I'm still here because he, he didn't transition when I, and I think that was one of his exit points and he decided she's not ready, I have to wait, give her more time to get ready. So, and I do believe they have exit points, you know, but I believe the window is like three years, you know, give or take three years in either direction. And um, the thing, um, now I know, Share with the listeners, I know that your medium and that Austin helps you. Share how, when, when, how did that all come about? Um,
1: well, one of the beautiful parts about it is um, we had made a plan here on earth when he was over here in med school that we were going to work together. Okay. And we said we would off to office together and he would heal the body as a medical doctor and I would heal the mind as a psychotherapist. Uh-huh. So we were planning on working together. Um, But after he passed, uh, you know, it certainly, I I didn't start doing the mediumship for probably about a year after. Um, I really started the full-time study um, and then started seeing clients. But Austin would come into the readings and he holds up x-rays for me and shows me the parts of the body that, uh, for for the departed loved one, and when they're talking about how they departed. Austin will show x-rays to give me pieces of evidence to share with the family members. Wow. Or he'll give me medical names. And, but I'm not a medical intuitive. Okay. Uh, but he does contribute to right. um, the, the story, explaining the story of how they, how they passed. Okay.
0: Um, and so what, how did that start, though? How did that first happen where, where you were working, you were a student of becoming a medium, and when did Austin just kind of show up and say, hey, mom, I'm going to help you with this? <laughs> it, was in a,
1: it was in the first couple of readings that I did as a student. He would show up and I knew he was sitting there. And, okay. um, and then all of a sudden he started to show me things,
0: mm-hmm. uh, show
1: me organs and x-rays and uh, tell me the names of medications. And and I knew it was him because I didn't know that. I. I would have to write it phonetically and then look it up later to see, or the the client would verify, yes, that's the name of the medication. (laughs) (laughs) And he's a doctor, so he knows all that. Yeah. 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 So it's been, it's been really um, interesting. And I, of course I love working with Austin, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but that brings me to a point, Caroline, that I wanted to make sure that, that we talked about today. And that is that, um, it is possible to have a current, ongoing relationship with a departed loved one. It yes. absolutely is possible. Yes. It will be different than the relationship you had when they were here on Earth. And, and let's face it, all of us would choose first right. to have them here on Earth. Exactly. Of course we would. We would change it if we could. Yes. But but we can't, right? And so, because we can't change it, the options are: they've transitioned, period, the end, or they've transitioned and let me figure out a new way to do relationship with it. And let yeah. me tell you, that second, that second path, wow, that's
0: so uh, it helps it's wonderful it's amazing i have to say i mean i love kyle being here in the physical but my spiritual relationship with him now is closer than when he was in the physical he was 29 years old he was kyle moved out when he was 18 you know and he's living with his friends and he's you know i i hear from him mother's day see him around the holidays i mean and he only lived 40 minutes away but he had his life i had my life now like i said he's with me i know when he's with me he he's very proud of this show he he said that in that first reading with suzanne and he said Mm -hmm. he's my co-host and Mm -hmm. he's with me it's like we have a closer relationship now that he's in spirit and i know he's not gone and you guys uh, get to
1: work together too
0: yeah yeah yeah, we do and and so it's yeah definitely like you said i I do
1: think they're around more than they would have been in the earth in the earth life yes no because uh, at least for Austin, he's with me all the time. Or yes. I think of him, he's right there. Yeah, right exactly. And, um, so, so yeah, so that is a, that's a beautiful piece. Yes. But, um, I also, I like, so Austin sends signs, and, uh, his sign that he really loves is feathers. Yeah. And, um, so he's been sending feathers for a couple years now, and, and, um, so one uh one day my young son i have a 14 year old son Mm -hmm. and um of course he's in grief with his brother's transition and one of the things that he and his brother did when uh, austin was here on earth is they would they have this dj equipment and they would do djing together so music and lights that would go don't 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 with the music and um a few months ago, when my young son's name is Dakota, when Dakota would open the refrigerator, the lights started going, mm-hmm. almost like DJ music. They would go, bom, 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 the lights of the refrigerator. Would wow, music. And so we, you know, he, uh, Dakota started laughing, and it became a thing. And the in the refrigerator doesn't do it when other people open. It's when Dakota. Oh, that opens it. and the lights go. Yes. And so, um, and. So Dakota is, will go to the refrigerator, and he'll open the refrigerator, and I'll, I'll hear him talking to Austin. Mm-hmm. He's talking into the refrigerator. So there he is, talking to his brother yes. while the refrigerator lights are going wild. And Dakota's <laughs> just talking away, and Dakota will be telling him about something that happened at school or right. something else. But to, to me, it's the visualization of a yeah. current relationship. Yes right? This is a current conversation. These are current memories. And then one day, Dakota opens the refrigerator, the lights start to go, and this little feather floats down in the refrigerator. Oh my goodness. Caroline, in the refrigerator. Refrigerator, I know. It floats down. Yes. And you know, Dakota did a dance of joy, and it was just a
0: beautiful moment. Yeah, it is. is so beautiful yeah. it's a, and, and the more we talk, I am seeing how much Austin and Kyle have in common because that was Kyle. Kyle's best friend was a DJ and they kind of would work together and, and I have pictures of Kyle DJing and oh my goodness. <laughs> Caroline, doesn't that make sense because
1: what they tell us is they make friends over, over there. across the veil. Yeah. And so it's highly likely that yeah. Kyle and Austin yeah. found each other, yes. made friends, and said, hey, let's connect our mothers.
0: Yes. Right? I, yes. That, I think so. Yes. That happens. That happens pretty often. Yes, very true. Very and true.
1: It, it helps me. It helps yeah. me to think about Austin making friends, Mm -hmm. continuing a life, doing things that he enjoys, um, and and, you know, as, as a psychotherapist, I see a lot of people in grief, Yes. and, um, people, people, everybody does grief differently, that's one of the hard things about grief, yes, Mm -hmm. there are, like, stages of grief, um, Elizabeth Mm Kubler-Ross, and, uh, and David Kessler, um, Mm -hmm. he's a, he's, he, if people haven't found him, he's, uh, his website is grief.com, okay. and he is an excellent uh, speaker on grief. He's particularly good, too, for men or left brain people. Like, he's mm-hmm. scientifically based, and uh, right. he has some great work. Mm-hmm. Um, but...
0: Uh, Oh my gosh i forgot where i was going with that but well, you were you know you were you were saying now i can bring you back i think uh you were saying that people grieve differently yeah and yes. and, and elizabeth and david you know they
1: outlined the stages of grief mm-hmm. but in in operationally everybody's journey is different yes. but when some clients arrive and we start our grief work some people are so uh i guess the word is stuck they're so stuck and part of the stuckness is this vision that their child or their loved one is um, has stopped to life and it's period the end and um, it's so difficult to move on with period the end. Yes, And when a lot of their relief actually begins to start, when they start to think about Um, the
0: concept of their loved one continuing life. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you were the one to let me know that I told you that Kyle, uh, two, three months, about a month before he actually went into the hospital, last three months of Kyle's life, he wasn't in the hospital. But a month before he went in, he bought a new car, not a new new car, but a new car to him, which I thought he shouldn't, I actually, he shouldn't have with his medical condition he shouldn't even be driving so i was like and he, but he got his um, disability came in in like one lump sum because he was waiting on it for 2 years so they sent him all this back disability so he's if to a kid he's rich i'm going to buy <laughs> a car now, now now that is my sign when i see and i see that car all the time that, and the, with the gm gmc logo on the front i see it all the time and i know that's his sign and you told me he's driving that car now so yeah. he's like he's like hey ma i'm driving that car i'm good <laughs> yeah and carolyn i didn't know
1: about the car right right, right i didn't, I didn't right. know you and kyle and the car in the person right.
0: But right. we were able
1: through in our reading to identify that car. Now, how yes. can I make that up? Right. Exactly. I, I don't know the make and the model. And I didn't know this back story. And yes. There he is yes. driving in this reading. Yes. And, and that's the way he
0: showed, hey, I'm still doing life. I'm still doing life. And that's exactly what you said to me. You said, he, mom, I'm doing life with you. Yes, yes. Yes. They absolutely. are. They are not. When you know, no, no, and I know in my heart. They're not gone, austin's not gone, Kyle's not gone they're just it's like yeah we can't yeah, we can't physically see them anymore or hug them and all of that stuff, but I would be fussing at him to take out the garbage or shovel <laughs> the yard or something yeah I'd be fussing at him if he see so but him in spirit it's like he when you know it it's it, it's like you said that stuck when you said the word stuck, and that's what I think about when. When people are deep in grief, they're like, they're stuck, not realizing life does go on. Life does does go on, and they're right there with you. And they want you to know they're fine living life, and they want you to live life, and they're right there with you living life. And
1: you know, because you've had readings, but one of the common things that spirit does is they give. Evidence of what is going on in the sitter—that's you. The, yes, the sitter, the receiver of the medium. They give evidence of what's going on in the sitter's life yes. now. Yes, like uh, just yesterday, I was doing a reading, and uh, towards the end of the reading, this person in spirit said, "Hey, tell them their gutters are clogged. Mm. You know, to, they need their gutters clean And mm-hmm. they went on to talk about how um, it, an appointment was made. For the gutters Uh and when i said this the sitter goes oh my god just yesterday i made an appointment to get my gutters cleaned it's something that my husband used to do right there is spirit yes giving them a current happening a current a current
0: event yes boy that's great evidence yes and letting letting the person know that they're right there with you they see everything that's going on what needs to be done around the house and all those things yes
1: absolutely one lady was funny she was telling me about uh all of a sudden i started to see a ton of kids sneakers yes and um and lots of them boxes and boxes of Keds, and she starts laughing. She says, oh, my God, you mean they know that I've been on a bit of a spending spree and buying kids <laughs> sneakers? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, they do. Yes,
0: yes, yes, they know. <laughs> yes,
1: they do. But it's, no, I mean, not like, it's not like they're watching you. Some people will be like, oh, gosh, are they hearing every single thought I have or are they watching me <laughs> take a shower or right. all of it? they have things to do too they have a yes. life to do yes so yes they're not there every second but they but they are there on, at important moments they're there when we think
0: of them yes
1: um so yes, and, yes. And of course you and I we
0: love our signs yes oh yes yes all mm-hmm. the signs and when you're open that's the thing when you know that they they're not gone you open yourself up to the signs and you start realizing Ah, oh, that's a sign. When you don't let your, when you don't let your left brain talk you out of the signs. Exactly. Yeah, because they are get sending us signs all the time. But a lot of times we'll let the left brain, the monkey brain, I call it, talk us out. And it's like, oh no, that's that's just a coincidence, or, oh no, that that's just me wanting it. So. That's what what I used to do. So when all
1: these feathers started arriving, and let me tell you, there's been some incredible signs. But when they all started arriving, I would talk myself out of it. So maybe I would believe it right in the moment when it was happening. But over the next day or two, I would come up with all the reasons why that feather was in that place. And I basically would would deny the sign. Mm -hmm. Um, And eventually, I got to a place... Where I just said, you know what, I'm going to, I'm gonna let the sign in. I'm just gonna take the sign, I'm gonna accept the sign. Yeah. And I started taking pictures. Which yes. for those listeners out there, that's one of the things that really helped me. Um, yes. I would take a photo with my phone, and then so the next day after the sign arrived, when I started to not believe it or to doubt, I would look at the photo and okay. I would remember the feeling I had when that feather arrived. When I found the feather, and yeah. it um, it helped me continue the belief, mm-hmm. and um and it's been signs have been one of the main uh, sources of my healing. Yes, yes, yes. They
0: call them breadcrumbs. They were the breadcrumbs that left that led me out of the dark. Right. Why don't you share? Because you shared with us uh, Mother's Day weekend. Um, it was was it your birthday or was it? Austin's birthday my birthday yeah share, it was your birthday okay share that story with her <laughs> that was one of my
1: favorite feathers yes. so this is like you know I don't know eight months after Austin passed and still pretty heavy grief but he had been leaving me feathers along and it was my birthday and I thought certainly on special day you know he's gonna leave me some great feather so all day long I was looking for the feather looking for the feather I try not to set myself up for disappointment but I was looking. Oh five o'clock comes no feather. I was just beside myself. So I get in bed and I'm crying and crying. Oh, he forgot me or, oh, this isn't true. I'm making it all up. Um, My husband had put all this work into planning a really nice meal uh, for us. And so I haul myself together, I get dressed and I'm going to the restaurant, I'm sitting there at the restaurant and I'm looking down, thinking I must've been the worst date ever. But I'm looking (laughs) down thinking, I don't think I can get through this meal, and I'm looking down, and I hear the waitress come up, and she says, I'm going to be your waitress, and she puts her arm underneath me to grab the glass to fill it with water, and all along her arm, from her elbow to her wrist, was this huge feather tattoo, and the way she delivered it, she stuck it right under my nose, (laughs) there was my feather, (laughs) and then I... I shout with excitement, and I look up at this waitress, and she's got two long feather earrings on. I was like, oh, yay! <laughs> and then she's thinking, you know, I had such a big reaction. We had to tell, we had to tell her the story. And You're so right. she says, wait a minute. And she goes, and she gets another waiter who was at the restaurant, who was her boyfriend. Yes. And ha- hauls him over and has him tell the story of that morning. And he says, this woman was a crazy lady. She hadn't worn those feather earrings in over a year. And she was possessed that she had to wear them that day. And she, he said she was running around changing outfits because she had to get something to go with these earrings because she knew she had to wear those earrings. Wow! So for me, that was such a beautiful sign. Look at all those pieces that had to get together. Exactly.
0: Yeah. You know? it, yeah that was so that's so amazing it, and 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 so that, that's how spirit works spirit like austin's whispering in her ear you got to find those earrings because my mom is going to see austin knows that she's going to be your waitress and you're going to see her and you know so and he's like he's, he's like you gotta find you can't go to work without those earrings you know like right <laughs> right. When that, why. Feathered, when that feather came, yes. that smile and
1: joy that I yes. was able to let in, that's because I believed the feather was from Austin and I yes. knew it and I it let was. it in and I didn't yes. talk myself out of it and I didn't yes. poo-poo it. I just simply accepted it and let it in. And wow. It, it helps heal. Yes. It brings a smile back. and Yes. The Sorry. other thing, too, Spirit tells me all the time, when we get excited about the sign, they get they, excited. Of course.
0: Yeah. They, so work, they work spotter, hard to send you that sign. And when yeah. you say thank you and reckon, when you poo-poo it, it's like, they're working hard. I'm working hard to send her a sign, and now she's poo-pooing it. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. You know? But when, you, when you're like, thank you, I see mm-hmm. it, I, I see you.
1: Yeah. you are like, great. Here. It actually oh. helps you get more signs. Yes. When you say thank you. Yes. When you show some excitement, when you smile. They yes. Love when we smile. So if you smile, that is they're gonna do it again because they're yes. gonna do things that make us happy. So yes. I actually have like I call it my end zone dance, you know, the word mm-hmm. jig that you do <laughs> when you're happy. Yeah. When I get a feather man, I do my end zone dance. I look up, I say, Austin, I love it. Look, yay. Thank you. Please do it again. (laughs) (laughs) So we have this thing that goes on and I get a ton of feathers. Feathers. Part of it, I think, is because he knows how happy it makes me.
0: Yes. Yes. Oh my goodness. And that's our our boys want us to be happy and want us to know all of our anyone that has a loved one in spirit, your loved one just wants you to be happy and know. That they they're not here in the physical, but they're just think of them as in, in another country or something. Mm-hmm. Just think of them, you know, but they're still they're not gone. They're living life and they want you to live life and be happy.
1: Absolutely. Yes. In fact, when I'm doing uh readings, one of the symbols that they use for me a lot is they'll show me a picture of them, and mm-hmm. then they'll show me a picture of the sitter, mm-hmm. and they show me a smile. And a smile and then they'll draw a line and they mm. keep going back and forth between the two pictures. Smile, right. smile, smile, smile. And right. what the the feeling and words that come are when you smile, yeah. I smile. So yes. you know, so many of us don't want our loved ones to be over there like in pain or sad or missing us and all of those things. One of the best things we can do to avoid
0: that is for
1: us to smile. Because
0: Very when true. we smile, they smile. We smile, yes, yes. And so, um, yes, yeah. That's so true. That mm-hmm. is so wonderful. So now, share us now you you started. So you started studying about eight months or so after mm-hmm. after Austin's transition, and now you have become a medium, and and you're still doing your psych- psychotherapy and medium. Yeah i yeah. giving the person what they need. You know? And we should also say, I, I lead a local chapter of
1: Helping Parents Heal. group uh-huh, sure. That you and I both. Yes. Just such a fantastic organization. So it's a nationwide organization. It's 10,000 members. Yes. Um, but there are local chapters. There's also online. There's an online chapter. Online, for yes. For folks that don't have a local chapter. Um, right. But. What a, and that organization is so great because um, they believe that the soul goes on after the death of the physical body. Yes. And they do believe in signs, and they do believe in mediums and communication. Yes. It's, um, it's, really, it's really helpful to have other parents around who have had the experience of having a child pass over, and who you can talk about the signs, and they
0: understand and they'll believe. Exactly exactly i've been to four helping parents seal meeting in person in new york um and they always because my friend asked me this i was going the other day and my friends asked me what do you do you know she doesn't have a child in spirit but she's like what do you do at those meetings and i'm like We share signs that we talk about our relationship, our ongoing relationship with our child, and we share signs. That's what we do. And it's like we're having a party. It's like if we have tears, there's tears of joy. Because we just, we know that the relationship has not you know, ended. And so she, she got so, I got her so excited. She's not, a, she doesn't have a child in spirit, but she's like, I wanna go with you.
1: Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> but you know, we always say it's the club nobody wants to join. Right. The like, first choice would be not to join it. But right, It right. this does happen to you and your family, um, Helping Parents Heal is a great, great organization. And then they just started not too long ago, two offshoots, uh, Helping Fathers Heal. Yes. And helping siblings heal. Yes. So, yes. Um, uh, you know, because you just can't, you, it, uh, being with people who understand what you've been through. Yes. Is vital to support and recovery. Very true. Yes.
0: Um, and that so, is so
1: true. That is a, that's a fantastic organization. So, so, yeah, so I started doing that. And then my private practice, my therapy private practice, I closed that for um, it was two years. Um, because therapists really have to be healthy before mm-hmm. you can help other people heal. So right. I, oh, I had to go through my own healing journey. Yes. And, uh, so I opened back up this past February. And um, Caroline, boy, it's, uh, you know, there's, it's so beautiful to be able to do this grief work. Yes. to be able to help people in grief. yes yes i think sometimes you know clients usually you don't know a whole lot about your therapist uh but you know because of programs like this and now on my website people know that i have a child in the spirit and right. i do think it helps it helps right and your therapist knows what it feels what like. you're going through yes exactly yes
0: yeah. yes, yes
1: yes it yes. does it helps
0: Mm-hmm. And um I think grief is just too hard to go through by yourself, right well, I do like you said with this show i do i've been doing mentoring and I've had people from all over the world that um, have not just children but uh, a spouse or um, mm-hmm. just someone um even I have a, a mentee that have parents, both his parents he's the only child he yeah. feels totally alone, so I understand exactly what how Great! It makes you feel to be able to help them, you know, just by sharing, you know, what you're going through and sharing the best you can to let them know. Because it's the knowing that your loved one is not gone. That is what brings you the peace. It's knowing that they're right here with you. And so, as much as I can share that with them, I do. And it's like you said, I, I understand. That doing that work, doing that work is just—it's so rewarding in itself. Absolutely, it become it, its a calling. Yes, I think you know. Yes, um,
1: I feel very fortunate to be able to do that work. I certainly yes. wish I didn't have all of the experiences, you know, that led me right. to it. But, but I believe that I—I I was set on this path for a reason, and exactly. so I'm going to see it through, and I'm gonna exactly. Do it. The best that I can, and that's not to say that there aren't days where I crawl under the covers and I'm totally in my human self, and yeah, miserable.
0: you are days here. like that. You're still here <laughs> in the physical, yeah. I get those days, but you know what? For me, I get those moments, but mm-hmm. they don't last like they used yeah. to. They yeah. it, they come and go very quickly. You yeah. know. We used to call them, uh, or I still call them, grief attacks yes the grief attack
1: and the, the difficult part is they come out of nowhere mm-hmm. sometimes you have no idea that they're coming exactly and in exactly. the beginning boy they take your legs right out from under you we mm-hmm. talk our support group we talk about it feeling like a wave like you got pummeled by this wave right you didn't see it coming and it's just all consuming yes in yes. the beginning it happens pretty often yes and it starts yes. to um stretch out in between mm-hmm. and the size of the wave gets smaller smaller exactly so you can you can sometimes even still stand yes when it's happening you know? right 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 yeah uh, you know and i'm only three and a half years down yeah. down the track so yeah uh, you know who knows i'm i'm certain this is going to complete continue to change
0: yes and grow
1: and grow yes. and mm-hmm. morph. I don't know what you'll yes. grow into but I have reached the point where I can smile again
0: yes and I did not think that was possible oh I'm you so know? glad you said that because that it's good for people to hear yeah they can mm-hmm. smile and and your love like you just said every time you smile that makes Austin smile. That's right. Yes,
1: yes. But do you okay. know how many people I work with that we talk about the the guilt that comes when they smile, especially those first smiles and those first moments of happiness? Um, they'll say that they'll smile and then all of a sudden they'll get a wave of guilt or mm. how can I be smiling? My child is no longer here on earth. It's kind mm. of, you know. Little, right. That, that mind. I mean, yeah. Know? But eventually, you know, we work through it, and I think it's so important to know when you smile,
0: they smile. They smile exactly. So every time you smile, you're helping your 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 exactly. And also because everything is vibration, and this is science. And when I I like to speak to the left brain people because everything I believe in is based in science. science everything is vibration and where they're at right now is a high vibration and for us to even you know they have to lower their vibration to communicate with us and and we have to raise ours you know we can't be way down there they can't get down there you know so you know if we want to communicate with our loved ones we have to raise our vibration we have to smile and then we will be able to connect with them much easier yeah, I can really feel it. Like when I'm doing
1: a reading and somebody yes. is in deep, deep grief, um, you can feel it. It's so hard it's heavy. to get through. Yes. In fact, my friend, Jake Semoniedny, my friend and teacher, Jake Semoniedny, he's a wonderful mm-hmm. medium out of New York. Mm-hmm. He, um, he talks about Crisco. He says when somebody's in heavy grief, it's like Crisco, trying mm-hmm. to get the words and the communication through Crisco. Yeah solid you can't get through and it sticks and it's just yes. and then as grief progresses down and the edges start to come off of it, it's more like vegetable oil.
0: Okay. <laughs> so okay. you can
1: get through You're vegetable right. oil. Yes. So when people are in the Crisco stage yeah. um of super super heavy grief, it's yes. it's possible to do a reading, but the results are usually better when somebody's out of that. Yes. The really intense grief. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, so there is something to that. Yes. And, and and therefore sometimes signs, it's hard for the signs to get through. It's hard for our brain to see a yes. sign and let it in and accept it.
0: Right. Exactly. So like eventually
1: the, it clears.
0: Yes. Usually. Yes. Yes. Not clears. I shouldn't but, use that. Lightens. Lightens. Opens yeah. up. You it opens you up, you know, just yeah. by opening your heart. And I always say I lead with my heart instead of my brain and, mm-hmm. and when you open your heart you you'll see what's always been right there in front of you sometimes you know but you have to open your heart to see it yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and when you do the healing really takes root
1: yes um and and then and then you can begin to see what are you going to do with this journey yes now yes. that life has given has given you this experience, what mm-hmm. are you gonna do with it? Right. Exactly. how is it, you know how is it gonna color and color the rest of your life and yeah and what, what are you gonna make
0: of it? Mhm. Very true. Because in ev- every now and moment we have that choice. Yeah. We have yes we have that choice of how we're. I believe that like I said I believe that with me and Kyle we had a soul plan. And the sole plan was he wasn't going to be here very long. And yeah. that I would continue on. Um, and that if I'm here, I believe there's seven over 7 billion people on the planet. Mm-hmm. Every person on the planet is here for a reason. Mm-hmm. A, a unique purpose is why they're here. And when they um, kind of just get very deep in being at a low vibration and being sad and depressed, they're not living at their fullest potential. They're not fulfilling their purpose for being here. And we are here. We are each here for a divine, unique purpose. And when you lighten that and you when you raise your spirit, raise your vibration, A, your loved ones can communicate with you, and you can continue on with the work that you came here to do.
1: Yeah, Absolutely, I, I support that and agree with that. And a lot of times I have this talk with myself and I say, okay, if child loss was part of this learning journey, I certainly want to learn what I need to learn this go round because I really don't want to do it again. Exactly, exactly. so, <laughs> so <laughs> I, I am dedicated to figuring this out and getting yes. all every drop of learning that I can because yes. when I go over to the other side, I want to be able to look back and say, "Yes, I did learn.
0: Yes,
1: here's what I learned, so I don't need to repeat this lesson."
0: Exactly. Exactly. Right? Exactly.
1: And we all want to. We the theory goes that we take the learning back. Our yes. soul evolves, and the the our soul group we all yes. evolve. Exactly. Humanity evolves. Exactly. So I want to contribute to all of that, and I want to maximize it. So yes. Yes. So I had to get I had to get out of this super deep grief in Mm -hmm. order to let that process start. Yes. So my hope is for your listeners that they they reach out and and find people, they find resources. Because this is so hard to do this on your own, this grief journey. It's so hard to do on your own. So I strongly advocate the use of support groups yes parents heal is a great one and just individuals and um yes books classes and meditation and all of those
0: pieces figure out what you need um, right keep you going on the journey and the wonderful thing is that now we, we're living in 2019, almost 2020, where we have the World Wide Web. We have the internet. There's so many shows like this one. You know, there's so many, you, there's so much great, you know, you have the the groups Helping Parents Heal. You have so much resource that you can find online. Matter of fact, um, while Kyle was on life support the last month of his his life, um, I, I was in his ICU room, had my laptop and I Googled your soul's plan. That was the, and I didn't know there was a book called your soul's plan, but I just Googled it because I did believe at that point, this was a soul plan that Kyle and I had. And so, and that brought up the book, your soul, your soul's plan by Robert Schwartz, who was my very first guest on this show. So yes, um,
1: There's so so many resources, aren't there? And thank you, Caroline, on behalf of all the listeners and all the people out there for having this show. And you know there's at least one person out there that listened to your show today, and they needed to hear some component of it, some piece of it. It just lined up. They needed to hear it, and you just delivered it oh
0: you did too thank you so much colleen yes and we are definitely going to stay in touch now you are in virginia i am okay because for some reason i have you in ohio and i don't know why (laughs) but isn't it neat i mean all of these resources and whatnot we've come to such a virtual
1: age that it doesn't matter where the person's sitting exactly support groups the therapists, all of these elements you can get them virtually yes because so you and I, you and I saw each other and you're up in New York and I'm in Virginia. And yes, 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 yes PA. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, so the resources are out there and it doesn't yes. matter whether you're in a small town or a big
0: place. Exactly, exactly. That's why I say we, we live in a, f- a fantastic era where you can really find so much. You People don't have to be stuck in their grief in their house alone because there's so much resource. And the internet is at everybody's fingertips. Most people have it in the palm of their hand, which I don't because I don't have a smartphone. I don't want one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it does kind of take over. Yes, yes. but yes, um, if you are out there alone, just do one thing that connects you. Yes. Connects you to another person, connects you to a group, one piece of connection. And it can be the matter, the difference between life and death. It can be the difference between healing and not healing. Yes. So one, just one piece of connection. Yes. Very, very true.
0: Well, thank you, Colleen. Thank you so much for being my guest today. And we will keep in touch. And you have a wonderful holiday season and the greatest new year. 2020 is just about here. Thank Thank you so much already Thank you. Bye-bye.